Tasmania Talks Merrill Moments. And a Merrill Moments right to Dorset Council, Greg Howard. Greg, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you going? All right. Good to talk to you. And uh, look, the, the Ring of Rumour show is on this Saturday. Such, such good news after so many, as we've said before in this program, being cancelled. Yeah, look, I heard you talking to Bridge about it earlier in the program and, um, you know, I'd just like to reiterate everything she said. It would have been so easy for them to cancel and um, they ran up last year when it was, you know, our, the COVID conditions were probably worse than they are at the moment and uh, and uh, they ran a successful event. Once again, they've come to the fore and uh, and put it on again and it's, a, you know, it's one of those great little country yeah. shows and probably the only country show you could go to where your kids don't have to pay for the ride. So um, I'd urge people to get along. Now that is good. It is, isn't it, is it a mask-wearing job or what's that sort yeah, of... It will, yes, yes, it will be because they're expecting more than a 1,000 people so we'll have to. We'll be required to wear masks, yeah. Gotcha. Um, well, look forward to that on Saturday, the Ring of Rumours show. Get up there if you can. Yeah. Now, the, the sale of the old uh, Ledgerwood Butter Factory. Yeah, this is just a bit of an odd one and um, it's, it's been sold to a... Um, mainland company to undertake uh, uh, blockchain mining of cryptocurrencies. Now, that's a little bit outside my area of expertise, to be honest, but um, it's sort of interesting that a that a concept like that would pop up in a little town like Ledgerwood with only 50 people, um, you know, to set up operations. Now, they said they had their reasons that revolved around um, the climate and um, reliable power and reliable internet supply, so I guess that's their attributes that are available in a lot of Tasmania, so it does show that... Um, you know, that Tassie and even small towns in Tassie can attract, um, you know, major business operations. That is, a, that's, a, I hadn't heard about that, Greg. Yeah. I mean, in cryptocurrency, good heavens. I mean, that, uh, that is a big business in some markets at the moment, so that's interesting. I mean, imagine that, the old Ledgerwood Butter Factory. Well, yeah. good news for Ledgerwood, cheapest. Absolutely, yeah. And now, yeah. you've got the COVID vaccination bus paying your region a visit. Where's that going to be? Yeah, so I rang, I rang the the, um, the health minister, Jim Rockley, a few weeks ago when I realised that Dorset was trailing the state average in terms of vaccination rates and asked him what he could do and he's responded with a, um, a couple of weeks ago with a two-day uh, vaccination clinic in Scottsdale which attracted nearly 400 people, which is about oh, that's great. 7% of our population. And then he's followed that up with uh, yesterday the bus was in Bridport in the morning and Gladstone in the afternoon. Today it's at Ringaroma from 10 o'clock till 2 o'clock and tomorrow at Winlear from 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock. So if you haven't been vaccinated, this is a perfect opportunity. We've come to you rather than you have to come to, um, you know, to the clinics. And, uh, and yeah, I can encourage anyone who hasn't had the jab, get along and get one. And, Greg, it's a Pfizer. Is it Pfizer and Moderna or just Pfizer, do you know? Pfizer, I think, yeah. Yeah, and just make sure you take your Medicare card. That's about yeah. all you pretty well need. And if you're, you can go yeah. 12 and upwards, but you need to have a parent or guardian with you. That's correct. Yep. I hope it works. I hope you get more people out there. We're getting there. We 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 tend to have uh, been lagging a bit behind, Greg. I noticed that uh, Tassie at the moment seventy six point one double, eighty nine point six single jab at the moment, which is uh, behind some of the other states. You've got um, ACTs ninety three point seven percent double jabbed. New South Wales now at eighty eight point seven. Victoria at eighty one point eight. Uh, we're still down there at seventy six point one, but we're not by by any means the uh, the last. I mean, you've got your sixty fives and sixty fours with NT. WA, Queensland, SA, that sort of thing. So we're not doing too badly, but it's great to see the bus getting around. Yeah, you can sort of understand the imperative hasn't been as, you know, as um, as uh, problem... Well, the imperative is not as bad here, I suppose, because we didn't have any incidents of, of um, COVID, whereas um, those three mainland states or two states in the Territory you're talking about, you know, they had COVID yeah. in a bad way. So there was a, 
you know, there was a lot of incentive over there to go in and get your jab. So um, we have, um, we get them there, and um, I noticed we took a quite a reasonable jump in the last couple of days, but it had stagnated a little bit. But the fact that we got 87%, you know, in three weeks, that sh- theoretically should um, translate to 87% double jab, so we're mm. not far off our percent target. No, and because I think perhaps too, Greg, getting closer to the December 15 date, people are going, hang on, I better do something now, because we do traditionally tend to leave things to the last moment. Yeah, true. Yeah. So the further you get away from big cities, the truer that is. Yeah, a good point. Now, the weather warming up, you've got the pool opening. Yeah, so um, a $7 million investment in um, wow. health and wellbeing, the municipality of Dorset, um, uh, opening, we've pencilled in a 27th of November opening date, um, all the major construction work's finished. There's just the fine touches going on. Um, they're going to commission the uh, filtration and feeding systems next week and make sure everything's up to speed. And, um, and yeah, so $3 million of that $7 million came from um, the state government um, by an election commitment, so that's been honoured. And um, we put $4 million of our own, um, our own funds into uh, to completion. So it's... Um, you know, there's an eight-lane eight um, competition pool with, you know, lap time. Oh, fantastic. Learn to swim pool, a paddling pool, and, of course, a, a wet play area, which includes water slides and buckets and um, sprayers and, you know, everything. So, uh, yeah, look, it will be a fantastic complex you know, for the for the four or five months that um, that's, that's suitable to swim in, you know, in our climate. And good news because, yeah, we'll warm up and uh, yeah, especially over Christmas, that particular long break, it'll be great. Parents will have, uh, be able to get the kids off and uh, learn to swim. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, and of course, and it won't cost you anything to go to the pool. Unlike, you know, most pools in Tasmania, all swimming pool entry and Dorset's free. So um, it doesn't oh. cost anything to turn up. Didn't know that. There you go. Even better. Hey, tell me about the railway station op- options, Greg. What's that all about? Yeah, so last, yeah, last week, last week um, Rotary the Scottsdale Rotary Club and um, uh, put on a bit of a barbecue over at the railway station. So they've actually got $25,000 of funds that were allocated by council probably eight or nine years ago but couldn't be spent on the actual old railway station, which um, structurally is okay, but unfortunately the few kids have got in there and vandalised the inside of it. Oh. But, but we want to do something with it and, we, and we're still waiting on the outcome of the planning appeals tribunal decision about um, you know whether we've got the rail trail application correct, which we think we, we have, but um, once that comes through we'll be able to uh, you know, go on and um, and do something with the, not just the station but the whole area. So the idea of the barbecue is we got members of the public to come along and put forward suggestions as what they think might be appropriate for the, both the railway station and, the, and there's quite a large area there so you know, there's plenty of options like RV parks and gardens and stuff like that. So it's a really bit of a um, session to just um, try and tease out a few uh, ideas for the area. I know you've had a few wins in Derby too. Yes, we have. It. We've had we've had a lot of wins in Derby. Yeah. Derby's still Derby is still flying. It's actually going ahead. And um, the one interesting thing, I suppose, is that um, an unre- totally unrelated to bikes is the tin price for the high quality tin is actually going through the roof and. The, the, the tin mine when it closed and when it flooded back in the, back in 1929, it was one of the richest tin mines in the world, and it was that that rich that instead of washing the tin, they were just buck, um, shoveling it straight into the bags. It was something like 93 percent purity. Oh, good heavens! So um, potentially we sit on you know tens, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. worth of tin, but it would sort of uh, um, would throw a spanner in the works in terms of the lake and the and the bikes. But anyway, it's something that. Um, 
that the people of Dorset now own. So um, it's an opportunity, you know, to somewhere down the track. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, with everyone sort of uh, demonising coal, but uh, in, in Tasmania, we, we don't have any coal. It's, it's tin, it's copper, even some gold in places, zinc. Good heavens. Um, no, there is a bit of coal. It's a bit of coal up the Fingal Valley. Only a time, yeah, but no, I wouldn't, wouldn't say that it's in, uh, comparable to what they're doing in WA. Oh, no, no, not even close. That's exactly right, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. that's where it's good. I mean, it's just the, the, the value to some of the minerals uh, out of Tasmania, fantastic. And isn't that good news about tin? I didn't know that. That's uh, something other than you, you talk about bikes all the time at Derby. That's just great news about the tin. Yeah, look, and inevitably the, tin, the, the requirement of tin has come. It's something to do with the, the move to electric vehicles, and I don't understand. I, I don't exactly understand the technology, but for some reason there is a requirement for the tin in, um, in the mm. process of constructing electric vehicles. So... Um, so all of a sudden the tin market, which has been depressed for a long time, has all of a sudden taken a bit of a lift. It is good news. Oh, geez, they're good news yeah. stories. Greg, a pleasure to talk with you, mate. Uh, Greg Howard, the Mayor of Dorset Council. I look forward to having a chat next time. No worries. Thanks, Mike. Always a pleasure. Good to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. Greg Howard in Scottsdale, the Mayor of Dorset Council. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.